This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, your source for college hockey in the desert southwest, part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com family. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is presented by College Bar and Grill, 502 South College Avenue in Tempe, and online at ilovecollege.co. Now, here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. Welcome in to another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. I'm Scott Strandy, your host, along with my man Tom Callahan, as I like to call him, a man. He's always here for me. I was backing me up when I needed it. So, Tom, here we are, another week, another uh, step towards an NCAA tournament for the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils. An impressive weekend and a weekend they needed, Scott, against a BC team that, uh, again, I mean, you throw the record out the window with those guys. That's a good hockey team with a great coach. Absolutely. And uh, to see them come out with a couple of wins, I thought, impressively so. They had to change up a few things. They had to get through a couple of storms, if you will, but they weathered them and they came out on top. Before we get too much into that, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on around behind the scenes because... Um, they're starting to get a little more attention now. The media is uh, starting to take notice a little bit. There's a few more cameras here today for Coach Powers. Um, I gave a shout-out to Mitch Terrell, the, uh, the SID, if you will, for, for uh, Sun Devil Hockey, because Mitch's job gets a lot harder. You know that, being in PR, it gets a lot harder with uh, the more success that you have. But talk to me about what it's going to be for the players and the coaches and how you think they're going to handle the media attention as it begins to grow. I think some guys are going to love it. Uh, some guys are going to avoid it like the plague. Everybody's different. Um, and, and, you know, uh, for Mitch, yes, he gets busier, but it also gets to be more fun. Right. Uh, because now people are paying attention. They see what's going on a little bit more and more as they get closer towards a possible tournament uh, berth. So you'll, you'll see, and I think, Scott, we've seen throughout the year, you know the personalities with these guys. And we brought you the personalities here on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And you'll know which guys will find the cameras. Um, I don't want to seven say who might seven be one of those guys. But um, seven could be one of them, you know. But, but those guys, that, so you'll have the guys who take those roles, become the spokespeople for the players for the team, and, and that's going to be an important uh, thing for these guys to have that handled down the, down the road here. Absolutely, and as we uh, prepare, we're, uh, we've got two great guests today. We've got uh, Joey DeCord and we've got uh, Brinson Pashnuk with us, so we'll, uh, we'll get into that, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap things up and talk about where they're headed next at Cornell. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill, pregame like a pro, postgame like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. All right, welcome into another segment, another issue, another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. If you know uh, anything about Sun Devil Hockey, you know this is the heart and soul sitting in front of me. I've got Brinson passionate with me. Brinson, first of all, welcome in. Ten games left in the season, the regular season. What's going through your head? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I don't know, just excitement, you know. I mean, coming in my freshman year, this has always been our goal to not only make the tournament, but win a national championship. And uh, we have an opportunity to do that this year. And, and that's cool, because we've never experienced that before here as a program. So I'm just so honored um, that it's this group of guys that get to do that this year. You know, 
if anybody follows you on social media, they saw a big announcement last, uh, last week. And I want to talk a little bit about that because I know you pretty well now. I've gotten to know you since the summer and the past couple of years. But tell me what happened, uh, what was it, last Wednesday night? Thursday night. Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, I actually uh, asked my girlfriend to marry me and she said yes. So uh, Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. It's been a pretty cool week, one of the, the coolest weeks of my life. Um, I'm just speechless. <laughs> it, it, it's so cool. I thank God every day for, for that girl. So tell us who's going to be the, the next Mrs. Passionate. Uh, her name is Hallie Johnson. She is an athlete at ASU. She plays on the women's indoor volleyball team. Um, she's awesome. <laughs> I love her. So, so tell me a little bit about how you mesh all these things. You're the captain of this team. I know about your faith. I know about how strong that is. Now you have this in your life. Is your life any better right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, I, I have no words for what's going on in my life right now. I'm just, I wake up every morning and, and just thank God for all the blessings he's given me. I, I couldn't in a million years think of being where I am right now, being at Arizona State, playing the game I love, with the family I have here, my team, um, with God, you know, really just touching my heart last year and just completely switching a 180 of my life. Um, you know, meeting the girl of my dreams, asking her to marry me, said yes. Um, having my brother here on this team, being the captain of this team, like, I'm just so humbled and, and so grateful. I don't know what I ever did to deserve all these blessings, but uh, I'm so thankful I serve a God that is unconditionally love. And wow, has he shown me that lately. You know, when you, when you look at this team on, on the ice and off the ice, I don't know that I've seen a more cohesive group of guys, um, and I know winning does a lot for that, but winning can also create some things, right? I mean, guys get a little big-headed, mm -hmm. this and that, so how much work is it or is it work for you to keep this whole group together? Honestly, I, I don't think it's that much work. We're, I don't think of it as work. We're a family here, um, and family you know, sticks up for each other and, and tells someone when they need to be told something. So. If a guy's getting a little bit too big ahead, someone on this family is going to say, hey, like we're a family, this isn't just a one-man show, like we're doing this together, so knock it off, and it happens, and things go back to normal, and we haven't had to deal with that this year, because everyone's, we have a humble group of guys in that locker room, and it's pretty cool to see. So you're coming off of a huge weekend with a sweep over Boston College. You now go back on the road again. As I mentioned, we're down to 10 games left in the regular season. Tell me about it. What, what do you guys have to do to continue to build this? I've given you a magic number of six, right? Mm -hmm. I think you need six more wins to, to start pretty much securing a spot in the NCAA tournament. But what are you thinking about? What do you think you have to do? Yeah, I think, um, honestly, if our, if our power play can be a bit better, um, I, I can say that because I'm on it. So we're, we haven't been as good as we should be. Um, we definitely need to start putting, putting some more pucks in the net. Um, and that's on us, you know, we have to outwork the other, the other killers. Um, and then I would just say, um, making sure we're taking care of ourselves during the week. You know, we struggled in the past on those Friday night games, but I think we're finally starting to figure out um, how, to, how to win those. And it was evident last weekend. Um, and I think if we can continue to keep rolling and, you know, just working hard, that's our identity is outwork the other team. Um, and, you know, just don't get swept here. Let's yeah. close things up with a couple of quick questions here. Number one, when I saw that power play unit, I saw Patrick, two freshmen, and Johnny Walker. 
Tell me about that. Yeah, I love that unit. It kind of reminds me of a little bit of junior <laughs> hockey. Right. It was me and Steve. Steve was in front. Um, rip shots, and he would he would tip them, and uh, it's kind of what uh, our power play is now, where um, we get three shooters up top, Steen in front of the net, and you know we get shots through, and he's gonna get in that goalie's eyes, and he tipped one this weekend and went off the crossbar. <laughs> right. Um, but I love having him out there. He's he's great in front. Have you ever seen him more physical than he's been the past two weeks? I don't think so. No, he's been. Uh, He's been running around out there, and he's been giving the, the boys a lot of energy. I, I love that line. When those guys are hitting, I do not want to play against them. <laughs> All right, and let's wrap it up by talking about uh, th this road trip coming up with Cornell. And this has been a season of first for ASU hockey, for you personally, for everybody here. But this one is really special, right? I mean, if you get one more win, you're going to assure yourself of a winning season for the mm -hmm. first time in program history. Thoughts? That's cool. It is cool. I mean, uh, I don't think that's good enough, though, especially where we are now. Um, we want to be in that tournament, like, and if and we want to go far. We want to win a national championship. So I think one, if we didn't make the tournament, even if it was by one game, that would be a huge disappointment for us. Um, and you know, yeah, it's a successful season if we win one more, technically, because we have a winning record no matter what, but that's not good enough anymore. Like, we're here for business. We're not here just to come to ASU and enjoy the sun. Um, so, yeah, we're excited. Well, Brinson, congratulations on everything going on in your life, on and off the ice, and, and uh, continued success. Thank you. Appreciate it. In today's odor elimination, sanitizing, and deodorizing market, Airspaces and fabrics are treated with very aggressive, highly toxic, and often very dangerous but cheap chemical-based solutions. These chemicals have harmful residues and pollutants that can impact your health and the well-being of those around you. This is the bad news. The good news is there's something better. That something is OxyPal. OxyPal is a fast-growing company based in Phoenix, Arizona, with franchises opening across North America. OxyPal has developed a way to eliminate, not mask or disguise, all organic-based odors in any airspace or on any fabric surface with ozone, also called trioxygen. Ozone is present in the atmosphere, and it is what protects our planet, our environment, and every living thing on Earth. Through years of research and development, OxyPal has perfected a way to harness and apply this powerful solution to purify airspaces and fabric surfaces safely and effectively, eliminating all organic bacteria, viruses, mold, fungi, and allergens on the molecular level. OxyPal has designed and perfected many next-generation and evolutionary alternative products and services safe for people, pets, and our planet. The solutions offered by OxyPal are stronger, safer, non-toxic, and a great value. Visit our website and online store today at www.oxypal.com. On our website, you can make a service appointment, buy products, or learn more about us and our great franchising opportunities. All right, welcome in to another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. I put the goaltender today in a little different position. I put them in front of some pitchfork jerseys. The reason for that, folks, is that you want to know the heart and soul of this program and where it is. It's right here with number 35, Joey Decord. So 
I'm making you blush a little bit now. My cohort almost broke you down the other night in the press conference, but man, oh man, what a season, Joey. So, so just give me an overview of what it's been like so far. It's been awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I don't think anybody expected us to be this good. Um, so it's really cool to be peop uh, proving those people wrong. Um, but we've just been taking it as it comes and taking it game by game, practice by practice. And, you know, for some reason things are going our way, um, you know, and I think it's a credit to the team we have in our locker room and, and the character that we have and, um, you know, how tight knit we are as a group. Um, I don't really think, I don't really think that there could be a better, better group of guys um, to be teammates with. And I think that's, that's showing and that's why we're getting results. You know, I'm going to throw out a couple things to you and then you tell me what you think. But when I saw you guys this summer, A, you look like a team, B, you look physically fit, ready to go more than maybe ever before. Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell me about Leanne Blinn and what she's meant to this program as your uh, strength and conditioning coach. She's been awesome. She's, she's the best. She, um, she's really good at understanding what everyone needs individually um, and, and when to push and when to, when to give a little bit and, and when we need a little rest. Um, and she's been awesome so far. Um, I can't give her enough credit. She's been a huge part of our success, um, getting us ready for the season and then during the season, keeping us in good shape and, and not, you know, tiring us out. She's been, uh, she's been awesome so far. And um, like I said, been a huge part of our success. She told me a little bit about you guys' road trip. She said, you guys, when you land, you get off the plane, you eat, and then you stretch yeah. and you stretch and you stretch all the time. Yeah. Is that true? Absolutely, yeah. Usually when we travel, um, you know, if we don't skate that day when we, when we land from a usually pretty long flight, um, Leanne runs us through a, you know, a stretch mobility kind of circuit to just get everything loose again because kind of tighten up a little bit on the plane. Um, and then even if we do practice, um, you know, after practice, she'll put us through a, a mobility circuit and stretch us. And, um, you know, I think that's also been a big part of, um, you know, being on the road is taking care of your body um, the way that you need to to be successful. Um, and like I said, she's been a big part of that. So you're almost through your junior year right now. I'm sure it's flown by for you. Um, obviously a draft pick with the, with the Ottawa Senators. And if you watch the, uh, the NHL standings, they're having a down year to say the least. What's going through your head right now? Are you completely focused on Sun Devil hockey and your career here as a Sun Devil? Or are there times where things either internally or externally kind of push you towards an NHL career at some point? No, I, I'm totally focused. I'm totally in on Sun Devil hockey right now. Um, you know, I can't get caught up in that stuff. Um, you know, I love watching the NHL in general and, and, you know, seeing what's going on in the whole league and watching goalies and stuff. Um, but for me personally, it's all about Sun Devil hockey and making the NCAA tournament and then making some noise. Um, and, um, you know, that's, that's my goal and that's my focus right now. You know, a few years ago, your guys, your teammates told me that you guys would go out and hope not to get beat by too bad. They said, maybe Joey will get us a, a game where we can be a 3-2 or whatever it is. Now, all of a sudden, it's like when you guys go into an arena, you expect to win. You expect to sweep, don't you? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, my first year, my first two years, kind of year and a half maybe, um, you know, we weren't trying not to lose, but we would have to play our very best to, to give teams games. Um, and that's hard to do every single night. Um, you know, give, get, have an A-plus effort top to bottom throughout the whole lineup. Um, and I think, you know, now we're at a point where we can play our game, play our style of hockey, and be successful against anybody. 
Um, not that we don't need to give our best effort every night, um, but we're just more consistent in bringing um, solid, consistent efforts throughout the season. Um, and we have guys that have you know, had a lot of experience and played a lot of games um, to help them be more consistent and more solid every single night. And then, you know, credit to our freshmen too. Our, our freshmen have been a huge part of our team this year. Yeah, I asked Dean Pashnick last weekend, I said, the way you guys are playing right now, you look like a mature hockey team. Do you guys feel in the locker room like you're a mature hockey team? Absolutely. We think, um, you know, we, we think, you know, highly of ourselves and we think that, um, you know, we're a group, like I said, that's been through a lot and had to go through a lot of growing pains and had to go through the tough times um, to get to the point where we are right now. Um, and, you know, whatever may happen the rest of the year, um, you know, we're, we're really proud of where we've come and, and from where we've come um, and how we've grown and what we've developed ourselves into. And we've really, you know, we've really had to work hard to get to where we are. So last weekend I know was special for you just because your hometown team was here. Mm -hmm. You told us in the press conference that this was a school that you wanted to go to. Coach York had a lot of good things to say about you. Uh, he was wishing he hadn't done it against his team, but, <laughs> but it is what it is. You had an outstanding performance, including your sixth shutout of the year. Just give me a recap of the weekend. Have you had a chance to sit down and think about what that weekend was like? Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I was Saturday night after the game, I was sitting in bed and I just had the, the shutout puck in my hand, uh, just looking at it. Um, you know, it had the, my number, my name, and then the score and the date. Um, is pretty special um, for me personally. Growing up, my favorite goalie was Corey Schneider, and he played at Boston College. Right. Um, so ever since he played there, which is when I was pretty young, is that was where I wanted to go. That was where I wanted to be, especially being a Boston Boston area kid. So it was a really it was an incredible weekend to be able to beat them, sweep them, and get a shutout. Uh, the goal would have been nice, but um, you know the sweep was it was pretty incredible. <laughs> I asked. Uh, I asked Coach York about the Sun Devil program and he told me that he's lobbying hard to bring Sun Devil hockey into the, uh, the Hockey East family. You being a Boston native, is that good, bad, indifferent? What do you think about that? I mean, personally I would love that because then I could play in front of my family and friends all the time. Um, I'd have a lot of family in the New England area so they'd be able to come to a lot of my games. So that'd be pretty cool for me. Um, you know, I don't really know if it's good or bad. I think that at the end of the day, Arizona State's going to end up in the best conference um, that it sees fit um, for our program and, and for our team. So whatever happens, happens. For me personally, it'd be kind of cool, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, ASU's going to pick the right conference. As, as the season starts to wind down right now and you guys look at it, being the only independent in college hockey and the season that you had, I personally think you guys are going to get in. I just, I just feel like you're a team of destiny. But if you don't get into the national tournament, how big of a disappointment is that, that you don't even get a shot at a conference tournament? You know, I don't think it would be a disappointment at all. I think what we've done so far has been incredible. Um, obviously, we want to make it. Um, that's our goal. That was our goal before the season. And, and every team's goal is to win the national championship. Um, you know, I think, I think not playing in a conference tournament can be a disadvantage. Um, but at the same time, you know, everyone's trying to get in. There's only a few teams that win their conference, um, and then everyone else has to get in the same way we do. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a tight run to the finish. But you know, we feel like we put ourselves in a good spot. We just got to keep it going. You know, we could sit here all day, and I've got a thousand questions for you. I just got a couple more that I want to ca cap on. I, I visited with your parents, who told me they made their first trip to watch you play in Arizona uh, during the uh, the Desert Classic, right? Mm -hmm. 
I asked your mom and your dad, I said, when Joey's out on the net, first of all, do you get nervous? What do you think they said? My mom probably a little <laughs> bit. My dad probably not. All right. Secondly, I said, if Joey had a choice between a shutout and scoring a goal this season, what do you think he'd oh, choose? Oh, scoring a goal, 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, the decords are all on one page. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I told her, I said, I think it's going to happen this year. You were really close last weekend. We've revisited. Let's revisit it one last time briefly. What was going through your head as he came in the center ice with the puck? Yeah, well, I was just hoping that he was going to dump it in on me um, and in a spot where I could catch it, put it down before they got too much pressure on me. Um, and I got it down and off my stick really quick, but you don't even get a chance to look at the net. You kind of just put it down and let it fly. Um, and when it came off my stick, you know, I thought it had a good chance, but I needed a good bounce because it was going right at the left post. And I know being a lefty, it's going to tail to the left a little bit. So um, I knew I needed a little kick to the right and I just didn't get it. But um, that was my best attempt I've ever had. That was pretty close. <laughs> my partner said, if this game is 2-1 and not 2-0, Joey doesn't do that. Is no, that I true? No, I still do it. Oh, 100% <laughs> I still try. Oh, yeah. Coach Powers told me, when you let it go, he said, before you let it go, I knew that was coming if yeah. he had the opportunity, yeah. and I thought it was in. Yeah. You're thinking the same thing when you, when you let it go? Well, I think if I was behind the net or next to the net where the net was open, I don't think I would have tried. Um, but since I was in, in the net, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of hard not to try. Um, and I know I can get it there in terms of you know, the strength to get it there. So... Um, but yeah, as soon as I saw him wind up in the neutral zone and I was like, if this is on net, like I'm firing it. Um, and I thought, I thought it, right when it came off my stick, I knew I got, got a good, got a good shot off, but just wasn't good enough. All right. Two final questions. Your parents told me that they found out about our website from your grandpa. They said your grandpa follows it religiously and, mm -hmm. and keeps track of you out here. So tell me about grandpa. Uh, well, my grandpa's the best. He follows everything. He watches all the games and... Um, keeps more up to, he knows more about me than I know about me. Um, and he's, um, he's someone that reads every article and every tweet and every Instagram post and everything. So he finds stuff and sends it to my parents that I don't know where he finds it, but you know, myself personally, I don't really look too much at the media stuff. I try to stay off there. Um, you know, just as good, just as fast as it can be good. It can be bad too. So I don't really look too much at the articles or, you know, whatever there may be about me. So he always sends it to my parents and my parents are more informed than anybody because of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And he lives in Boston or where does he live? In? He lives in Montreal. Montreal. Okay. So he was, uh, he was the driving force behind your, your media run, but let's wrap things up with what we've been doing. I started a campaign because A, I thought you deserved it. B, I think the Sun Devil program deserves the recognition. So a couple of months ago, I started back the hashtag Joey for Richter. Is it starting to sink in yet that you're, you're a viable candidate? I mean, six shutouts leads the country, your goals against, your save percentage, the wins, everything is there. Do you let that sink in at all? No, not really. You can't think about it. You just got to keep trying to win games. Um, the most important stat for me is, is the win category. And um, Tom Brady had a quote. He's my favorite athlete. Tom Brady had a quote the other day. He said, I'm not really a stat guy. I'm into wins. And, right. and that's the same for me. So, um, you know, if that, if that win, win, um, win total keeps going up, then, then I'll be happy. And I can't really focus too much on that. That's out of my control. Um, you know, the stats and the, the awards or whatever it may be, I'm just into wins. I'm going to close it up by telling you I had an interview with two young Arizona fans. Mm -hmm. One of them carried a sign that said hashtag Johnny for Hobie. The other one carried a hashtag sign that said hashtag Joey for Rick 
Richter, mm -hmm. right? A young girl, I asked her to read it for me on air and she said, it says Joey for richer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking Sun Devil Hockey is richer because of Joey Decord. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just doing what I can and, and um, trying to help the team win, and, and it's been working so far, so hopefully we can keep it going. Joey, thanks for the time. we got 10 games left in the regular season. I know you're going to make the most of them, but let's get some more wins. I need a magic number of six, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Thanks for having me.